Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show for today, June 20th, July 20th, July 20th, <laughs> 2000 and already, uh, something already. or other. 2016. 2016. And I've been waiting and I'm opening my libation right now. Mine is up. I have a, ooh, there it went. It's not even hot without even drinking. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Echo and Ken show, featuring Echo and Ken and Ken. Welcome. Um, we're happy that you decided to uh, to join us today. Yes, we are. We are in the Hawkins Harrison studio. We are in the Hawkins Harrison studio, and I would like to uh, I would like to say that uh, uh, we are pleased to be the semi official, sort of official official podcast of the Nemo News family. The Nemo News Media Group. Family, family of, of media gurus. Yes. I don't know whether we're gurus or not, but we are goobers at least. Family media goobers. <laughs> nah, yeah, we are goobers. We're good. We're, we're good. kind of goobers. So yeah, we've had a we've had a busy week, and before we pop into what's been going on, why don't we give you our world famous disclaimer? Which is these are the views and opinions of Ken and Echo. Or Echo and Ken, if you really want to. Right. They are not the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel. Um, and any, any, anything we say are just is us. They're not the opinions of anybody else or in anyone any way, else, or the Nemo shape, News Media Group, or Forum, Shelby County Herald, or the, or the, or the County, Courier, or the Media, or the LaBelle, or no, the, I'm sorry, the Lewis, Lewis County, County Star. Star. Com. Um, or the Hawkins Harrison Agency, who are just kind enough to let us sit in their building, um, or any of these people. Really. Yeah. That's true. Or Casey's Pizza. We we have no way of representing Casey's Pizza today. No, but I do love Casey's Pizza. That does sound good. We had Casey's last night for dinner. Yeah, I, we didn't. I, 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 I made uh, macaroni and cheese last night. It was very... Ooh, uh, that sounds delicious. It was good. But, I'm craving carbs today for some reason. Yeah, and I've... I, but to be fair, I, I also made mixed vegetables, so it wasn't just a carb fest. We had good old-fashioned, real... Real food in our food. Okay. So, um, my goodness, did you have a week? I've had a month. It's been a month. It's just been like a nonstop month, don't okay. you think? Yes. We're in issue five of the Dino Sentinel, volume 148. Um, single copy price is 75 cents, but of course you can subscribe to it either online or at the, uh, at the normal way and have the post office bring it to you. And you get it. Online, I get it. I get mine online. Yes, I I got mine today. I read it today. Well, most of it. Um, I didn't get through all of it, but uh, I only have a certain amount of time. This was a long paper. It was a big. It was an eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got fair in there, and and uh, I'm on the front page. And you're on the front page. I am on the front page. I got you. I got you did. You. And Stanley's on the front page, right behind me. I sat next to Stanley. And our old buddy Rich Fisher's on on the front page. Nice to, hey, Rick, how you doing, man? I'd seen Rick in years. So, I mean, I've seen him in a zillion ball games, and I've seen, you know, all of them, but we we never never talk. He's always up in the the booth, mm -hmm. and I'm always working down the sidelines. Being on the radio. So I got to reconnect with Rick, and then we've got all the candidates, and please don't ask me to name them. From left to right, I get pretty close, but you know, I want to mention something, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a lot early, and then Echo's gonna probably talk more than I do later. Um, we put, as you well know, podcasters, we put the full candidate, uh, candidate forum. forum on the web, and it's had some really it's had some really good listenership. So I'm glad, yeah. I'm, I'm glad of that. 
Um, but that is the sum total of what Echo and I are going to talk about, other than to encourage you to vote, because we're not bringing yeah, up we're not going to bring up any names. We're not mentioning we're names. Name any names here at all? We, we're just not well, going you there. Say we're not one. You got to say all the other. That's ones. right. We're you not doing the. Sure equal, you... We are doing equal time, and the equal time amounts to zero. E- right. The equal time on this show is no time for anyone. Right. So you can if there, there's I noticed there are candidate ads in the paper. There are candidate stories in the paper that are sponsored. There's a behind the scenes look at, you know, some of the things that went into doing the forum on the front page. Yes, there is. Um, just kind of if people are curious, you know, how the forum uh, was working from our end of it as far as some of the things we had to put into it or thought about. Actually, I thought it went in. pretty Did well. You? I thought it went really well. I was, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really, I'm feeling really, really, really good about uh, this year's candidate forum. Um, yeah. Uh, we um, worked our butts off, and um, all of the candidates showed up. Which is great. Thank you for showing which up. Is wonderful. Huh? Thank you. Even, to you. even. In, well, I'll mention one name. Even nope. Anita. Okay, you can see she's, Anita's she's, name. she's not opposed. But she showed up and she answered questions, which was really good. Now, which was awesome. we're not supporting Anita. They were just saying that she did show up, even though she was unopposed, which was good. Which I was, was glad good. to see they're all there. Um, and we had a, Craig Redman was there. Craig Redman showed up, and, uh, and so he just kind of showed up and was like, I want to say a few words, and that was great. So he opened with a big thank you to uh, our candidates for running for public office. Which, yeah. Which is important. Which is good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Mike was there. And Sue was there. And Mike was there, and Sue was there, and then so, and we got to record the last podcast with Mike. Yes, we did. And if you haven't listened to that, it's a real short one. It is really short, but it's interesting. They had it's to Mike go. Scott. So we didn't, we, 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 we're going to get Mike back on again. And Mike, if you're listening to this, you think you're done with us. You're so not done. Yeah, with I know. Us. You haven't seen The Last of Us. You haven't we seen are The Last of Us. Here to harass you. So, well, if, we can, if I can figure out a way to do the noise canceling, maybe we can do a, uh, an aerial podcast where we're flying. In the air? Yeah. He's a pilot. That's a good idea. Podcast in the air. Do you, if you really don't want think to all of our big butts are going to fit in that little... I don't Absolutely know. not. I mean, really. I mean... <laughs> maybe we could stick... We have to remotely do like oh, some sort of... Like, stick Stanley or Gene up Mike there, maybe. The yeah, huh? Put Stanley or Gene up there. Yeah, Stanley <laughs> or Gene can do it, because I don't know if all three of us are going to fit into a little plane. Yeah. I I have seen his plane, but I didn't like stick my head in the cockpit. I'm I've flown in planes very similar to Mike's, and there's small. not a lot of room. I've been I've flown in a lots, plane too. Lots of headroom, but not much side to side room. I just remember being like, I don't know, like being in a barrel where your head pokes out <laughs> of the top. It's kind of what it reminds me of. I love flying. I love flying in, in little planes wings. too. Although I will tell you a quick story, uh, John Davis took me up. John Davis, oh my gosh, he's been he's been I left the community years and years and years ago. But John, he um, he was the manager of uh, P.N. Hirsch or Dollar General. I think it was he was still at P.N. Hirsch. But anyway, long, 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 long time ago, and he's just like, hey, you want to take some aerial pictures of Edina? I said, yeah, sure, you bet. So he took me on an airplane, and it was one of those days where the clouds were intermittent. 
It was a blue sky day, but the clouds are intermittent, which are just so rougher than a cob. Because you're flying when you fly under a cloud, you get turbulence. Do you have problems with shaking with your camera? Like no, it was just anything? it was really, really, really hot in the plane because oh, yeah. it was August, and we're only at you know oh, thousand yeah. feet, yeah, or twelve hundred feet. So you we gotta like take... crack the little window oh, to get some air in there. I was so air sick; it wasn't even funny. I did not really. I did not lose it in the plane. Do you get any pictures? I got some good pictures. Look back in the paper for aerial pictures around um, August of 85. I'll check it out. June, July, August, 85. I did a whole page spread. I love that. Of course, now we can that, do it with a drone. but Right. Yeah. Well, I love that Mike's a pilot because we had um, one of the first great ways we I felt the benefit of him being able to fly was on I don't remember when it was, but we had a situation that uh, uh, something was happening and it was a fairly big deal. And um, the people who it involved did not want us to see what was going on on in, you know, on, on their land, which is their right. They can do that. They can say, stay off of my land. I don't want you taking pictures. But they of can't say, don't fly over what's my What's going land. on? But what was interesting was when I went back to work and told my boss what was, you know, he just got in his plane and uh, flew over the top and took pictures of it anyway. So there we are. I love that. There we are. Uh, now, this, this kind of brings us back to, to something that we're just going to touch on a little bit. We're not going to really go too far into it, but, uh, um, you know, as newspaper people, we have a it's not it's not a fiduciary responsibility like what a banker does or a or a somebody like that. But what we have a with the we, fiduciary responsibility. I have been hearing fiduciary responsibility so much lately. Well, you're going to hear a lot like of it in this sort of, building. It's like we, a synchronicity going on with me. Fiduciary. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's an important thing. Um, but anyway, we don't as as technically have fiduciary responsibility. For news coverage, but you can better believe that we take it seriously when people call in and say, "Hey, this is going on, and that's going on. There's some, there's a problem here. There's a Actually, problem there." We kind of do. We really do, and we do have. I've, I have a fiduciary responsibility to. Well, it's it's we treat it as one. I yeah, because I I work for the paper, and when someone calls me with some sort of a tip, then it's all of a sudden my yeah. job to. Uh, Figure it out to a point. As long as it's not something goofy, you know. There's we you get goofy tips all the time, you know. But or if it's something that's that's reportable, and you know, people the people don't want to talk to you and stuff like that. Well, that's not going to work because you're going to talk to them one way or the other. You know, people, public officials, or or people in the public arena, as in um, heads of charities or churches or things like that. You know, if there's an issue that, that is a public issue, you know, then, it's yeah, going in the paper it's, it's, <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. You know, if you look at the United States. What's interesting is people come to, come to me a lot mm -hmm. and I, I have a lot of off the record conversations. Sure. You know, I, I yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I had to, yeah, that's okay. Belts. I Ooh. hope no one heard that. Oh, I'll, I'll play back. I'll, I'll, I'll group. I'll, no, it's fine. Uh, okay. I think I did pretty good. It's this carbonated beverage yes. that I'm drinking. Um, but she's I, pouring it down. I mean, she's just pounding yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna have <laughs> some of it right now. Now we're not going to tell you what kind it is, though, since they are not a sponsor of right. the show. 
So I have so many off-the-record conversations, and part of those conversations are basically people giving me news tips, like, you might want to check into this, or I heard maybe something might be going on with that, or, you know, and if it's something that I think, oh, yeah, I probably do need to do some research on that, then that's just like a starting point. Now, when someone tells me off-the-record information, that's what that is, off-the-record information, but then it's, you know, then <clears throat> I start pursuing a mission for on-the-record information, and so, interesting. You want to hear something goofy? And it's my, it's a fiduciary responsibility for journalists to, uh, you know, figure some stuff out. Yeah, you, the goofy stuff you, I get. You ready for, no, you want to hear something, something goofy about when I was in your shoes? Yes, I would love to hear something goofy. Okay, back in the day, um, this, the Sentinel guy has been on the newspaper masthead for pretty much ever. It was off there Before for a bit. Before it was like a little, not like yeah, a, a stick little, man, but it was just like kind of like a little, yeah. much simpler drawing. Yeah. Um, and, but that guy was there and he was on the masthead always. I mean, he, so there were times when they had like the courthouse picture on some years and stuff like that. But when I got there, the little guy was there. And uh, we had a, the, the, Right now, it says serving Knox County, Missouri since 1868. But in my day, it used to say on guard for Knox County. Oh, that's cool. I love that. And, you know, I, love that I whole, used like, to, this Sentinel. is the goofy part. I used to see myself as the, the, Sentinel. Dinos, the Sentinel, the, the soldier, the person on, the soldier on guard. Mm -hmm. That was my job. I was the watchman. I kind of see myself as that, too. And, you know... Kind of a watchman, woman, watchwoman. Uh, and here, here's the... You know, it's a small town, okay? It's a small town. guard. Yeah, I love we, that. We, I love all have that. To, we all have to get along, and we all have to... But, you know, there comes a point in time when, when you know, people will forget or they, they'll start to, to believe that, that uh, it will, you know, oh, I can do anything, and, you know, it's a small town. It won't get out. Uh, no, trust me, you don't want to take this attitude. Trust me, that's all I'm going to say. Um, well, uh, I, I would think... I'm going to leave it right there, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because it will get out. If, if, if people are talking about it... Probably don't read the paper. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> but a lot of people do. And if you doubt me for a minute, Echo knows where I'm going with this, you leave something out and you mess something up. In the oh, middle of yeah. page 17... You know, yeah, and a we'll, little, we'll you calls. know, one mm -hmm. little word is, is or letter, you know, it's, it's 830 in the morning. It's nine o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday morning. And you get call. I get calls at home. You know, I get a call at home or, you know, it'll be an hour Absolutely. and the call will start coming. If mm -hmm. you've screwed something up, mm -hmm. trust me, I know I screwed up a lot <laughs> and boy, do the calls come. So we know people are reading every inch of the paper. And I love that. I love that. Um, it's cool, yeah. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. That people read their paper. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in hog heaven here. I've got three I papers. I know. I brought you a bunch of papers. She brought three. me three papers. She brought me the Shelby County Herald, and she brought me the Clarence Courier. And you and know I, what? I need to start telling Mike to bring me some medias, too. You know I what? I want to do a um, newsstand at the office that has hard, you know, like a four-tier newsstand. Sure. Where if you want to see what's going on. At the other papers, you can just get, you know, come to the Sentinel and we'll have all of our sister papers there too. Why not? You know what's cool? What? The broadsheets. They're not 
the right. stupid. They're, those, they're not those stupid not tabs. tabs. I hated tabs. Yeah, I understand tabs. I really do. I get what. But we're we're not on a subway, okay? <laughs> this looks so much better. And it's so much easier. It looks to like a newspaper now. Put news. Uh-huh. It looks like a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's being well on received Broadsheet. by the. Um, I think I heard that it was it was kind of mixed. Oh, I'm sure people get used to the other. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they will come to, because this is what it was for ever, um, broadsheet over there, and so we're we're hoping that they they come to love it again. So yeah, we're looking. Um, at the, I'm looking at the Clarence Courier. I'm looking at the Courier. Um, lots of pretty color. Yeah, what's interesting is we're doing. If I understand it correctly, we're all going to have color on the front, back, inside front, and inside back. So, yeah, this is a really nice-looking paper. Um, and I'm going to leave these here because we've got a lady who works at our office who lives in Shelby County, and I don't know if she gets these. So I'm going to leave them right on, on the thing, and she can read them on her lunch break. Shelby County Fair, a big success. Oh, we had fair pictures in, in the Sentinel, too. Yeah, Lots of them. They looked great. I loved how you did it. I don't know if you've done I it that I laid those out. Yeah, that worked really good. Let's go ahead. And, I, let's let's skip go to back that. to the we're Sentinel. Just, we're going to skip back to that. You're going back to the Nothing against the courier and everything. But I just wanted to say, I really like how you did the 4-H page this way. And the and I don't know if you've done this this way before. This, this is looks the first, good. This is... Before we've had just like gobs and gobs of words. Right. Just did, this, did you do this or did they do this for you? They sent me um, Excel. Oh, Excel this looks, yeah. breakdowns, and then you and then I turned them into PDFs. And, yeah, this looks great. Um, and then I made them pretty. It's so much more readable. Yeah, you can see what everybody got. It's broken down. I was worried we'd have too much, you know, empty space. No, it looks good. Lines, I think I think you've I think, discovered it. I think this is the way. Yeah, they send me, and we didn't, and I was like, what are we going to do? What am I supposed to do with this? I like these you nice know, big was, pictures, too. Nothing against anybody else, but I like big pictures. You know me. You can't make a picture too big for me. Right, because you love the great pictures. I love pictures. great big pictures. Isn't these, the, the animal pictures are awesome. They look great. You and see how, see how bright many. the faces are and how clear they are? You did a really nice job on those. I think you, it's hard in, under the yeah, it really is hard. Yeah, because the lighting is sucks. That's frankly. why I was. That's why I was making sucks. sure like, that you knew. I thought you did a really all nice I job. can do not to go over there and try to like wire in some hardcore, you know, some nice bright lighting over at that sign where we take all the pictures because there's just but they look really good. And we've got the ballot. Uh, we've got the primary ballot in this week. That's a big deal. What you know, people like to look at that. What we do, or what I've done, and we have a young adult who votes in our family, and I encourage him to get his ballot out of the paper, and then you know figure out who he wants to vote for. Like look them up online and kind of see where they stand if he doesn't know who they are, and write on his you know rip it out of the paper and write on there and take it with him to the polls so he knows to fill out. May I make a suggestion? Hmm. Um, I'm looking inside the paper at the CCW now. Should I... Uh, uh, um, I have how? a CCW. How should I right. interact with that? May I make a suggestion? Sure. Put that on the website. Okay. Yeah. That, people, this, this is, is Mike's a, story. Yeah, this is a good thing to read. Mike wrote this and... Yeah. Put, it on the, put that on the website. He, 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 took, he took the liberty to um, 
you know, take the questions. Yeah. And, uh, but that, that's a really, he did a nice job on it. And I would go ahead and uh, put that on the website. This is an interesting page. This is an interesting page. Well, this because is this is a triple our, header, isn't it? Right, but we're not going to go there. Oh, well, we're with, okay. What we're going to what we here's what we are going to do. We're going to talk say about this page what people 15. are talking about. We're going to talk about page 15 of the Sentinel. So, you and there's buy an yourself a copy. editorial on this page. Buy yourself a copy and read it because racism. it's well done. Racism in Knox County. In the editorials by Echo. Mm-hmm. It is by me, and um, it's an interesting read. Hopefully, it um, causes people to think. That's the idea. Well, I've, I've read it twice. Before. I wanted to read it twice did before it, I commented on it. Did you ponder? Did you I think? did. Um, for the, okay. well, what was interesting is I re- you said the, one of the first things you said to me was you realize a lot of people who fought with the union were racist. Oh, absolutely. And yes, I do realize yes, that. Yes, you do. I absolutely you, Well, do. you're an educated person, so you do know that. But it's true. A lot of the people who were in the Union Army were, were racist. They were not fighting for the freeing African Americans. That was not their goal. And even if they were against slavery, which a lot of them were, that didn't mean that they thought that the African American people living in America were their equal. They just thought they shouldn't be enslaved. So, you know, well, I, of course, I'm a Civil War buff. So I, you I, are a huge you know, Civil War buff. And there's a lot of people. We could go on and on. Let's be on the so, let's see on beyond the scope of this. So this is an interesting. Ex- this editorial is an editorial that I wrote. Okay. So. Now, for if if there are any of you out there who don't know Echo and I, okay, I think one thing we should mention, and just to be fair, is I'm an old white guy, and she's a not nearly so old not white person. That's correct. I'm a person, a self-described person of color. Which is interesting because today I actually had some people call me and say out loud, who were you talking about when you said that in your editorial? Were you talking about yourself? About what? I'm sorry. As a person person of of color. Well, yes. Which was interesting because there were people who were like, well, surely she's not talking about herself. Uh, Why wouldn't she be? Because they don't see me like that. But you are. Which is interesting to me. That is interesting. The people who live here who are part of our community took the time to call me up on the phone to say today and say, wow. Uh, they don't see you like I didn't. Well, I don't see should. you as a person of color. I just see you. As As a, you. Yeah, but you know, I have an interesting take on That's this. That's interesting. To I have me. an interesting take on this because I firmly believe. You know, I have a lot of friends who, in all of this this national debate we've been having on racism, who have said something that they say I don't see color. Okay, and I have a different take on that. That's not good enough. You can't be that way because if you don't see color, you don't see. The problem. The problem isn't that they're with the people of color. The problem is that there are people who say they don't see color allowing the crap to happen on their watch because they're ignoring it. I don't know. I saw something interesting on Facebook. Um, Was it last week or sometime in the... My brain sometimes just becomes 
popcorn or mush. So I don't remember exactly when I saw this, but uh, where do you get the? <laughs> but it was interesting because there was a conversation going on about you know when, um, what do you do? How do you, you know, how do you combat um, this type of issue? And um, and it was people who were like genuinely perplexed. Well, you know? to me, I think one thing that you have to do just as a starter is recognize it is an issue. Absolutely. Yeah. And this whole that's why that's why I come back to the people who don't see color are not recognizing that it's an issue. You know, you can say I don't. You know, I, uh, discrimination abhors me, and that's great. I love it if you'd say that because it does me. I, I just cannot stand it. Discrimination of pretty much any kind. Any kind. Yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm one of these really weird, whacked out people who <laughs> totally, you know, pretty much name it. I, I think discrimination's pretty bad across the board. Okay. So anyway, long story short, you know, if if you're willing to say, oh, well, I don't see color. You know, well, then how are you going to see the discrimination that comes with it? Um, how are you going to see the fact that uh, I have good friends who play semi-pro football. I, I take pictures. Okay, We're friends. Okay. And we can be standing in a restaurant and I'm there, they're there, and we're treated differently because I'm an old white guy and they're not. It's right in front of me. How can you not see color when, you know, they, the, the guys, they, they, they leave me a tab and stuff like that, but my friends get asked to pay up front. Interesting. You know, this is, this is well, I can't use the word because this is a G-rated program. But, but it's wrong. It's wrong. And I don't necessarily, people who don't see color and say they don't see color, I I don't really care much about that. Yeah, I, I, I think your heart's in the right place. As far as the whole of color, you know, I used the words of color um, purposefully quite a few times in this editorial. Because really, when you think about it, aren't we kind of all of color? Sure. It's not. Um, I'm, look at, I, I say I'm an old white guy, but I'm not white. I'm kind of tan. Yeah, you're you're olive. I'm olive. I, I, there's some ethnic in me somewhere. I you know, I happen to know where it comes from, and it's not worth the story, but it's... There is in me, too, which was, it was important for me to put myself, to rope myself into this debate and to rope the newspaper into this debate and point out some hard truths uh, about, you know, our past, the past of the Sentinel, and... And with, without and going into a lot of details, maybe do some because we can't use those words now. Kind of underlying. There's some really colorful stuff in the past of the Sentinel. I don't want to go into too much as to what was said, but man, some Absolutely. of the previous editors were not shy about expressing what they thought on race. Absolutely not. And I mean, to the point of it almost, it almost makes you go. Oh, when you read some of the stuff that they've written. And I wonder what the readers, how the readers dealt with that, you know, back when it was being printed. Or because, yeah, we had, you know, we had multiple races in the community and at the time. And how we the did. people it was written about, that's the whole thing about it is, you know, when, that whole, when we get down to the acceptability of it um, and really the message that we put out, you know, I don't think we as a newspaper could have taken a stronger stand than we did this week with this Absolutely. editorial. Um, if you want to know how we feel about it, there's no, um, we don't leave anything to question. 
<laughs> to say the least. Uh, as far as you know, where we as a as a organization stand on this issue, and that's important for us to do, especially you know people who play leadership roles in our community. In whatever way they are leadership, whether it's whatever you know, way, whether it's however or yeah, whatever. If it's just you're some sort of a role model to someone somewhere, then that's a leadership role, and especially in a community as small as ours. And so, um, I mean, you know, it's not getting swept under the table. No, it's not. It's not getting ignored, which is not something we do very well. Um, Sweeping under the table? Right. No, we're just, no, it's not not a specialty of. And I will say about, you know, because um, people are talking about this, about, you know, and I've heard a couple of times today, I had no idea. I had no idea this happened in our community <coughs> um, because a, a couple of incidents got brought up um, in the paper, of course, in this editorial. And what was interesting is for the first incident that I talk about in the editorial, um, when that was going down, do you remember when that was going down? Did I show you? I think I showed you. Yes. Um, parts of it, and we were actually um, talked to by the local police who had a handle on it, and they had a, they did a, um, I felt like they were doing a thorough investigation, and they had a good handle on what was going on, and they had um, a suspect in mind, uh, or a person of interest um, that they were looking very closely at, and um, and we had a conversation, and the idea was that if if we jumped on it at that time when it was kind of hot and heavy and happening, um, that we were going to agitate the situation and um, had a and and we were running a risk of making it worse on the people who were the victims um, of this. Basically, I don't know, hate crime, harassment, you know, that was happening. And so we decided um, they were right. We probably are going to agitate the situation if, um, you know, if we come right out and get right in the middle of it and shine a big spotlight on it because we won't just be shining it on them. We'll be shining it on the victims and make it as if their life isn't already uncomfortable having to go through the situation, which is wrong, more wrong. That, you know, that anyone has to deal with that just pisses me off. I'm sitting here being quiet I because... I don't know if I can say I, that. I, I, yeah. I feel I mean, like the hair is standing up a little. I, I wanna, so we, so wanna, we calmed down. We calmed down. We didn't do it. We waited. And, um, you know, fast forward to recently, there was uh, another alleged incident, you know, where quite the buzz. Um, and and so now that we had had enough time pass between that one, it was time. It was time to just... Uh, uh, roll it all into one, and as opposed to calling anyone out and saying, you know, you're a bad person. Look, everybody, there's a bad, there's a big bad bigot. You know, that's we can't do that. That we're just, just pushing, funneling negative energy onto, you know, a few specific people or whatever. At this and, point in time, yes. Well, that's not, you know, rechanneling the hate is not going to do anybody any good. As opposed to. I feel really good about taking the bull by the horns. I really feel like we took the issue and we dealt with it uh, the best we could. As long as it stays dealt with, I'm 100% in agree with you. But if it doesn't go away, I mean, if it doesn't, if there, how shall I put it this way? If 
the if the words go unheeded, then that would be a bad thing. So, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think you know people. Um, a lot of times, people who who say things don't really think it through. Don't think it through. They, they're not really, and and you're just not really tracking on exactly. Because if you did think it through, then you would probably think that should not fly out of my mouth. And I'm not justifying it. I'm no way justifying it. I'm just saying a lot of people just really have not stopped and thought about what they're really saying. You know, it's just a, they, they use things as a figure of speech. They may believe it, it may roll right off their tongue, and they may say this with their, with their, uh, their close friends and stuff like that, or family members, you know. And, and so it just becomes, you feed on it, and you feed on it, and pretty soon you're blurting it out in front of everybody. That's not a good idea. It probably doesn't, if, you know, until, I don't know. I think that when, um, when, when these types of things happen to someone, say, someone that you love, someone that you care deeply about and you see them go through a situation where they're called these nasty things, things yeah. you know what I mean? And, and someone that you is in your community that you care about or, you know, whatever, I think it affects a person differently because we're seeing, we're seeing, we're experiencing right here in Knox County that there are citizens here who are not down to put up with that. It's awesome. You know, really, people had banded around the alleged victim. So, well, all of them, really, was for all of the incidents that uh, we talk about here and alleged, you know, things, people banded around those people uh, so quickly. It was, it's really kind of amazing to be able to sit back and watch because it's not something um, I'm sure people would expect. You know, but to me, that's... That's change. That's change for the better. Because back in the old days when they were writing it in the newspaper, cared. Yeah. surely, well, I'm sure people did care, actually. Uh, you know, when they say, I, oh, it was acceptable. Acceptable to who? I mean, I, really. Honestly, I mean, acceptable I was, to I don't know. the person who's writing it? Okay. Then, acceptable to the person it's about? I question that. Well, to the person it's about, I, absolutely. I have a serious... No. I have a serious uh, no, not to the people it was about. I agree with you. I mean, that whole acceptability thing, you know, well, this used to be acceptable. Well, really? I mean, acceptable to who? I mean, really? Acceptable to to you? You know, but uh, I guarantee there, I, you know, it well, wasn't in, acceptable to everybody. In the period of time we were talking about, in the Sentinel's history, we're talking about just so everybody's kind of familiar. We're talking about in the the nineteen nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, in this period of time. Well, we, even prior to that, yeah. I'm, but I mean, it really came out. If, if you, I go back and I've read a lot of the old papers. It really came, well. You know, is it okay to mention names of people who used to edit the paper and own it? Probably not. Okay. Well, a, not in this a person who who was in charge of the Sentinel for a very long time, decades, um, got really, really, really hard about his speech oh, really? in the 20s and 30s. And it was simultaneously the time that the Ku Klux Klan was getting, getting so much big power in America. You know, it became one of the, mm. the most powerful organizations in America. This was during the, you know, right after the, the movie um, 
So uh, it was like a popularity thing. Oh yeah, or? it was huge. I mean, we it had was just kind of like trendy millions to be... and millions and yeah. millions. It that's... was that's what it was. It was, wow. it was you know the, the birth trendy. of the movie uh, Birth of a Nation started a renaissance of the Ku Klux Klan. And it went through all through the South, up into Missouri and stuff like that. And it was the trendy thing to do. It was just like being, um, you know, a member of any organization. You know, huh. like it's like being a member of the Rotary Club. Wow. It was a Rotary <laughs> the Rotary Club of Racism. Well, I can't. We have, I'm from the West and we didn't, I mean, we have all of that haters and things. But it was it was a real things, big deal, but, and I I don't I'm yeah. not saying that the gentleman there was a member of the clan. I don't remember having any kind of clan uh, anything anywhere. Yeah, I, not in a fact, lot of clan I'm going to go on. To, I'm going to go. Yeah, well, of course I hate clans. So we're, we're not clucker fans. I don't like the cluckers. I, I'm going to put a little link to this on our Facebook page just to give you an idea. I'll put a all right, cool. to the wiki so you all know what I'm talking about. It's an interesting read. But, you know, we are, we're not there anymore. That's not the world we live in. That's not acceptable. That's not – it, it's just not – we're not there anymore. It's true. We're not there it, we're anymore. We're just not there anymore, and we're not going to go back. Right. Or if we do, it's going to be kicking and screaming over our dead body. I, I, I don't think you can go back. I no. think it's harder to go back. No. We've come so far. And I don't know if people kind of take for granted or don't really pay attention to you, but I've been paying attention, and, and I'm pretty proud of the way a lot of our citizens have conducted themselves in the face of um, blind hatred for ridiculous reasons. Well, I mean, I if you don't it. like a person and you have something bad to say about them and all, I mean, I guess you should probably get to know them, first of all. Like, you know, but there's so many other ways to go about saying, you know, a more intelligent, uh, to be intelligent about the whole thing, really. Now this sounds this, this sounds a little bit like I'm, like I'm, to you know. In the, because you're, you know, a no. certain race, you're somehow. No, uh, no. I don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that except for to maybe smile and. Yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, I will. I, I got. I got to say one thing about our community, though. You know, we are having discussions about people saying some things about somebody else. And it tells you the quality of the community that we're having these discussions. And it tells you the quality of the community that nobody's rioting. Nobody's threatening anybody. Nobody's walking around with guns. Nobody, That's what's so know, great about is, being in a small town is that we're, it's not just a small town, the whole county, this, you know, small community, this whole kind of region, the region of Northeast Missouri. And if you're listening to us from Shelby or you're listening to us from Clark or Lewis or anywhere else around here, then you know exactly what I'm talking about because there is this, um, okay, so like I can be really mad at you, Ken. I can be totally Mm -hmm. totally insane upset with you and that's it but what's interesting is that if somebody else comes and tries to mess with you and they're not from around here or something like that then i'm not putting up with that either i'm not letting them uh i'm not down for that no it's like which is it's interesting like, because it's like on, the feeling it's like I we're all in this sister, together like nobody else can we pick have up my a sister. lot of like neighborly disputes and you know what i mean people who don't get along and all of that but then you know, when something comes down, it's really, it's interesting to see how fast and 
tight everybody cinches together, even with people they don't generally uh, usually get along with, which is, in, it's this whole part, you know, tribal, it's tribal, we're in this together. And so, and we can figure this out. And I love that. I love yeah. that about our rural community. I agree with you hundred percent. There's one thing I want to add, and um, we're going to wrap up the podcast here, but I want to add one thing real quick. Um, and it was a, um, I'm going to figure out what page it's on. Uh, there was a letter to the editor. I want to leave on a happy note. Uh, there's a letter to the editor, and it's in this week's paper. And I about the hurt about Kay. Yeah, about the Herdland. Um, it's in this paper. And here it is. I've got paper. it. I've got it right here. It's um, on page 14, if you want to read it. It's oh. uh, by Kay Sykes. And, uh, and she is a sweetheart. Yes. Now, I want to I wanna step up and say something right here. Um, she and Larry, her husband... Um, wrote a, they wrote a letter to the editor wanting to, to give a shout out to the county commission and all the people who've done so much work to bring the Herdland Secret Lake to Secret life. Lake to life. And, and, but I want to give a shout out to Larry and Kay, and Kay Sykes because for many, 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 many years, you know, even when nobody else was doing anything short of just mowing the grass every once in a while. Mm -hmm. The Sykeses have been at the Herdland Lake. They've been cleaning it up. They've been taking care of it. Completely volunteer. No, no. They just do it because it was the right thing to do. And I think they should be, they should get a shout out for it. So I'm giving them a shout out. Shout out to you. Shout out to, you know, people who are just members of the community who stepped up and and did it. And and This is awesome. I mean, and they're still doing it. They're yeah. still doing it. Now, to me, if I were associated, which I'm not, but if I were associated with the Corn Fest, and I were looking for people to be the Grand Marshal of the Parade, those two would be the top of my list. Because of all of the volunteer work that they put in here, you know, Larry used to be on the school board. He put in a lot of volunteer work, not just, yeah. not just doing his school board duty, but he, he did a lot of work volunteering for the school. And I think he'd be a great choice. The I think they would, too. Although we should tell folks that we have about zero to do with how the corn fest goes. Oh, I have less than zero to do with how the corn fest goes. I, I cover corn fest for the paper and all that. And, then, and I don't. That just reminds me I need to start poking around there Sorry. and seeing how it's going and getting it on the page, you know, figuring out. And I am, I am, uh, excited I, I'm corn fest free in my life. I, I well, I am not. <laughs> I am, I am up to my eyeballs in corn fest when it's going down. So, but anyway, if anybody's listening to me who is a corn fest person, we like to we like to recommend Larry and Kay Sykes to be grand marshals of your parade, and I know that you will really not care. We one hope word. that you will consider <laughs> them. Yeah, we hope that you will. Because we respectfully submit because they've done, they've they're the kind of people who deserve who, to and be they did it. They did it for many many years without anybody even saying thank selflessly. you to them. You know what I'm saying? They just selflessly totally did it just because just it was the right thing to it do. Was yeah, well, and because it was their community, and they wanted to help. So two thumbs up to to Larry, and two thumbs up to Kay. Thank you, and uh, and thanks everybody for listening to our podcast. And if you want to know what's going on, pick up a local newspaper and and 
figure it out. Pick up your Shelby County Herald. Pick up your Clarence Courier. The media in Cahoka. I'm the Sentinel in Edina. And uh, yeah, it looks it looks good. I'm just looking at the, I'm looking at the at the at the Herald, and it's just it looks good this way. I I like the look of it. It looks like a newspaper. It looks like a newspaper, not the National Enquirer. And these are not little papers. I mean, this is 18 page paper, and the Shelby Herald is, you know, and, and it know. just looks good. And I I had nothing to do, I can say this I had nothing to do with. The production of any of this stuff, but I'm going to tell you, it looks good, and I'm, I'm happy to see it. So, anyway, um, we're going to wrap up the show for today. So, um, so thank you very much. And uh, if you still want to listen to things, you should pop over and listen to the Knox County Candidate Forum. And be sure to listen to the show with Mike on it because it was a really good one. Yeah. It was short, but good. So, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.